Hey guys, welcome to the I Hope They Hear This podcast. Today we have guest Jeffrey Pranky on. And Jeffrey was born in South Korea, but adopted to a Caucasian family in America. He tells us a story of how he came to be adopted, what his upbringing was like, and eventually how his reunification with his birth family went. Um, it's a very emotional story, a lot of things I personally didn't know about adoptees, but it's uh, yeah, it was very educational for me and, and very informative. So uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy. Hello, Jeffrey. Um, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Um, just, just a brief intro, a background on you before I ask you to kind of introduce yourself. Um, we actually met during a KAC networking night, um, and you, you also are a KAC board member, right? Correct, I am. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. uh, I had a uh, Jungkook on uh, like two episodes ago, and she also is a KAC board member. Um, and yeah, uh, I met you guys during the networking night, and yeah. I really wanted to have you on the podcast because I feel like you have a story that, um, especially at least in my community, people don't really um, know or are, are aware of. So, um, uh, Jeffrey Pranky, thank you so much for being on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you, David. I, I appreciate it. I, I've, um, I, I think this is a, a great platform you have here and, and to, to connecting with and and, and with the Korean American community, and, and um, I'm looking forward to to having this conversation with you today. Yeah, thank you so much. And uh, just uh, you you are currently a MBA student, right? You're you're you were working full time, but also are you going? Are you doing both full time, or are you taking a break? Yeah. More? No, no, definitely doing both at the same time. Wow. So uh, yeah, cur currently enrolled at, at Georgia Tech. So uh, um, definitely had a. Uh, been wanting to do this over the past few years and, and you know kind of took the leap mm -hmm. uh, um so uh, yeah it started started this past fall so and uh and, and just starting the, the spring semester so it's been great, it's been great. so I, let me ask you though because mm -hmm. i imagine that it's very odd starting at a new school like a brand new thing during covid right because usually new school means new environment and all that but i'm imagining that all if most if not all of it is done virtually is that correct yeah we're or georgia tech has kind of done maybe like 50 50 so um like one week or let's say for example last week we we're on campus mm -hmm. this week uh we were all virtual i think next week we're going on campus so, so they, they they make some judgment calls mm -hmm. as and they keep in communication with us so um but yeah, yeah, definitely. It, it's been an interesting, and especially too, because I think the cohort is around 70 something students or so, and mm -hmm. I, I haven't met everybody. So, so we're all divided into difference and, and given uh, uh, during the pandemic. And so, so I haven't been able to meet everyone um, officially yet. Mm -hmm. So it's seeing new faces all the time, hearing people when we connect on, 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 on blue jeans or zoom meeting so yeah yeah that's interesting so, and, yeah yeah are, is your con is there like a supply chain concentration for mba or is it are you just doing kind of like a general mba uh, yeah degree? doing a uh a, a global business concentration so mm -hmm. i i've uh, currently I'm, I'm working in it 
um, supply chain and I'm more interested on the, on the business side of things and, and the gotcha. operations and how those decisions impact uh, a firm or a company mm. uh, on, on a global scale. Yeah. Sorry. And this is just an interesting factoid I picked up a few years ago, just because we're both in supply right. chain. Um, right. I heard that supply chain executives, statistically speaking, um, they tend to be, there's more of a possibility that they are like a sociopath than the general public. There's, oh. a, yeah, there's a higher <laughs> concentration of sociopaths in supply chain. Like at, I think it was at the executive level, um, the, the article mm -hmm. I read. Um, okay. So yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there just because we're in that world. Um, I don't feel like I'm a sociopath. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't think I am either. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe yeah, in due time. <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, as we uh, progress in our careers, we'll see if uh, exactly. that changes. Um, yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. So Jeffrey, um, I, I'm really excited to have you on because um, I think. Yeah, the, the story, your story that I was kind of referencing before is story as an adoptee. Um, so for those of you who haven't guessed already, um, Jeffrey Pranky, Pranky is not a uh, typical yeah. Korean last name, right? So Correct. Yeah. Um, I'm sure most of the listeners have guessed, but yeah, I it's I, I wanted to kind of capture your story. Um, growing up, like if you have any recollection of Korea, um, or like you know, like how how you felt growing up as a Korean-born person who mm -hmm. is living fully immersed in the American culture, right? Because um, I, I I talk about that a lot. Um, as a Korean immigrant, like child of an immigrant, mm -hmm. like I have to like juggle like multiple cultures, but I'm sure you had a completely different challenge, right? Because you're fully immersed in one culture, but you also have this kind of identity thing of, wait, but I don't really look like the people around me. Um, so yeah, I, I just, yeah, I don't really know uh, many people who are adopted into um, mm -hmm. Caucasian families. So yeah, I wanted to kind of see, yeah, if we can capture your story, like starting all the way from, from the beginning, like as far back as you can remember. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it, it, and of yeah, of course, Pranky is not a very uh, Korean uh, family <laughs> name, but uh, my 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 father, grandfather, it's like Austrian and German type mm. thing. So, but uh, but anyways, um, yeah, I, I grew up in in Alabama, and a, I guess a relatively small town. It's called Pelham. It's just south of of Birmingham, and uh, um, yeah, yeah, it was. Growing up there, it was a very middle class, suburban, um, you know, white neighborhood. Uh, and then also, too, before I get into more detail, you know, my story, there are a spectrum of adoptees hmm. and, and, and they all have different uh, experiences and how they process being uh, an adoptee growing up. Uh, in, in a white family, especially at, at, as you um, grow older, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, uh, you know, my story, I wouldn't treat it as like a, a broad generalization of adoptees, right? right so yeah. so I, I think every story is very unique and, and imbues different characteristics and qualities of, uh, about um, being adopted. So, uh, you know, but, but this is definitely my story and, and, and how I became um, more, became, uh, or realized uh, the, the Korean 
and trying to be more immersed in, in, in Korean culture and, mm. and, and things of that nature. So, but, but, but anyways, uh, um, but yeah, so, so, so I grew up in Pell in a small town, uh, uh, the only child uh, to, to, to white parents. And I had really great friends growing up and I, I felt normal. I, I never really thought that I was truly that different mm. I, I think there was an inflection point probably in uh fifth grade sixth grade something like, so maybe like a 12 11 12 something like that uh, um where because you know kids naturally are are, are naturally would tease you right yeah. when you're younger and will say whatever off the cuff right mm. so so it's when i it's when i truly started realizing it I really do look so different and, and people are perceiving me as different before I even say a word. Mm. Right. So, and especially in a school where it's predominantly uh, a white school and, and not very many Asians or, or, or any at all. Right. So, uh, um, but, but so were you like actually like the only Asian at your school? Um, and I'm trying to remember there might have been a couple more maybe mm, mm. Uh, i think there were a little, maybe like two or three more but but nothing significant right uh, right yeah but um but yeah so uh, um but, but but definitely there was there was an inflection point there where like i i really didn't like the way i looked because i didn't mm. look like everybody else uh, i i definitely remember having that um that inner feeling and, and struggle uh with with how i looked right like uh like how can i change the way i look you know <laughs> mm. these type uh, uh um but, but but i never attributed it to like uh, uh um, something like uh that it, that it was a reflection on um asian people mm. or asian culture or anything like that it was just uh because everyone else looked the same or similar mm. and, and, and I didn't look like them right mm. so so um were you I don't this might be a silly question but were you aware no, yeah. that you were like adopted um or like did you think like oh I just happened to look different yeah I, I it's a great question and yeah definitely I I, I knew I was adopted and you know my, my parents had had you know, conversations with me, especially as I got older, mm. uh, in, in my teens. Um, but, but when I was in primary school or, or, or I didn't, I didn't think of it that way. And the thing was, is, um, none of the, none of my friends, if, if I can recall correctly, they, they, they never teased me or, or, or I guess bullied me in any way that, that, uh, identified that right mm. so um so but it, it was always just let's have fun ride our bikes play playstation <laughs> this <laughs> this normal normal kid stuff right yeah. so uh, um but it wasn't until probably middle school or high school where um it became different i guess right mm. so starting to 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 recognize that and uh, never had an outlet of of other Asians to to discuss these types of things with. Right? Uh, so uh, um, so it was always it with myself, right? Like mm. uh, um, 
like saying things like, man, I, I wish I could change the way I look or, or not, not look Asian or, or uh, I don't know, th- th- these type of things, right? right? So, so then do you have any recollection of like when you were in Korea or is like your earliest memory just with your parents? Yeah, earliest memories. So, so I was adopted from from what I understand around three, four, five, six months old. So oh wow! Super, super. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, um, uh, like I said, there, there's a lot of people that were adopted much later uh, as well. So uh, that's that's why, at least for me, the only thing I do know is uh, American culture and things like that. Mm. So. I see. Wow. But okay. uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, um, but but anyways, um, these it, it it truly didn't come to life for 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 me uh, um until I until I got into to university. Mm. So one one of my best friends um, still today is he's actually Korean, and he grew up in Alabama as well. Uh, um, but, but what, what's so funny is uh, um, after university and, and working for a little bit, when, when I did start to uh, um, become uh, and, and search out or seek out uh, other Koreans, and things like that, I, I started to become more Korean than he did. He always <laughs> used to say that to me. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Korean music, the food, the language and uh, um, I, I really got into it, but 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 coming back to to, to the university, uh, so so I went to the University of Alabama, and um, we we really bonded together because it, I, I think because of that sense of uh, we were the only few Asians at the university, mm. and, and and for for those that University of Alabama is very predominantly white uh, school, and and not a whole lot of diversity, I would say. Um, but, uh, uh, but yeah, we, we really bonded together. So while we were there, it's, it's pretty funny. So the, when, when your parents started having conversations about like your adoption and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff, were they like, did they help you kind of, was it just simple as, well, you're adopted and you're, you're from Asia or was it like, Hey, like we adopted you, you're, you're from Korea. Um, like you, like we adopted you from this part of the country yeah. and all that kind of stuff or like how, how was the introduction into that oh um i, I don't recall the specific moments because I, I think it was a couple of times my mom mm-hmm. uh, um uh you know broached the subject to me and it, it was at that time i think just being young and immature you know, it was something that i never um wanted to explore further mm. in terms of my adoption right mm. um my mom always opened up the opportunity i think when i was in high school uh, I, I i do remember a conversation with her about she, you know she said um, uh, um if, if you wanted to i, I remember this uh, she, she was she was asking me you know if i wanted to we'd be more than happy to to um you know, pay for a flight back to Korea if you wanted to, right? Oh, so, wow. And um, I, I think at the time, being a teenager, I just wanted to hang out with my friends and mm. it wasn't any, 
it wasn't on my mind at all, right? So mm -hmm. uh, at, at that time, uh, in, in reflecting back on it now, uh, I, I I wish my mom would have pushed me further. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I wish I wish she would have taken me the uh, I would have taken the opportunity. Right. Uh, uh, but uh, but there was a couple of times like that, and she showed me some papers that she had from the adoption agency and uh, um, some pictures when I was a baby uh, coming off the airplane and uh, oh, wow. things like that. But, uh, but, but, but that was really all she saw uh, um, in, in the documentation that she had from, from that perspective. So, mm. but, but, but as for me though, it, it really wasn't at top of mind or, uh, you know, really a priority that gotcha. I thought, but, 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 but granted though, I still had all this internal struggle and challenges of like, I, I don't look like everybody. Right? I, don't, I don't have a sense of belonging. And, mm. uh, um, um, but, 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 but anyways, that, that's, uh, it was just, just, just juxtaposition. There's this gray zone of where I'm, uh, I didn't know how to qualify it, but, but it was, I feel American and I'm growing up with these American customs yet if I meet new people or, 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 or even in adults and, and um, they would think I'm, I'm different just because of how I look. Right. Right. So uh, 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 I, I didn't know. It, it, I always, that always frustrated me, mm. you know, yeah. like, uh, um, and, and I'm sure maybe, maybe similar with, uh, um, other Korean Americans that, you know, it's just uh, like even simple things like, um, uh, like when, when uh, adults, even adults, and, and I, I've seen it throughout my life. And I'm, I'm sure you have like people, you know, Americans are like, oh, wow, you know, like you speak really good English or something <laughs> like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't know. It's like, uh, uh, um, this type of uh, uh, treatment uh, to to Asian rights, right? Right. Korean, Korean Americans, so Asian Americans, I should say. Yeah, because uh, for so um, many of us, it's like, well, I better be good at it. It's the only language yeah. I know how to speak. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly, mm. exactly, exactly. So, wow. But uh, um, yeah. so just to kind of get the timeline straight, so like you just grew up. Um, not really feeling all that different, um, mm -hmm. feeling normal until like middle school, beginning of end of elementary, beginning of middle school, you start Correct. Um, facing these kind of like, like teasing and things like that. So you start yeah, developing yeah. this like internal conflict of, well, why do I look Correct. different? I want to look like everybody else. Um, yep. And you don't really have an outlet until college where you meet this friend um, who mm -hmm. is a Korean American. Um, so like, how did that feel for you? Like going through all these years of like, man, like there, I, there's so much conflict in me, but then finally like yeah. being able to kind of release that, um, with someone yeah, that looks it, like you. Yeah, it was, it was, it was comforting. And at the time I, I didn't realize it because we were going through, through the, the progression of, of so much schoolwork and balancing that and, and work as well. So but I don't think we ever had a chance to to even talk about it when we were in school mm -hmm. uh, um, because we were doing all these programming classes and it's just, there was so much so much uh, work that we were going on and uh, but yet like we always found comfort 
uh, and solidarity with each other. Mm. If, if that makes sense. Uh, yeah. As we were going through classes together or, or, or um, eating lunch or, uh, you know, e- even dating life, uh, th- things like that, just, just normal everyday things, you know, but, but we never really uh, approached the subject together, but it was just this kind of this understood thing in the air mm. uh, uh, with each other. So, so that was the, that, that was the nice thing about it. So, wow. So did he introduce you to like Korean food, Korean music, all those kind of things? <laughs> No, no, actually not. It, it's 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 funny. Uh, um, uh, his his story too a little bit. Not not to get too tangential, but mm-hmm. um, I believe his parents. This is what he told me. Uh, um, you know, years after, uh, but uh, his parents never really introduced him or, or kept up Korean culture with him. Uh, mm. uh, wanted him to be more American. Uh, uh, um, so, which I'm sure a lot of uh, Korean Americans face as well, right? Yeah. Uh, um, so, so, because c- he doesn't speak uh, hardly any Korean, and I think I speak more than he does now. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, uh, uh, I- I'm introducing him to more Korean cultural things. So it's kind of funny. Oh, so, so then, how did you get into those things? Was it just like you were searching it online, or like? Yeah. Did- so, so for me. Is it, so, so come back to your earlier point, kind of on timeline. So coming out of university, um, I, I, got an, I got offered to, to a job at, at Coca-Cola and I've been working there ever, ever since. And um, one, of the, one of the great things about working there is it's a multinational. And so I've had a huge opportunity to, to, to travel to, to loads of countries uh, mm. all around the world and get to see and experience uh, um, those cultures and, and and I think about 2015, 2016 or so, um, uh, I, I got to go to to Singapore mm-hmm. and and Korea for a business trip. Wow! So so it, it was my first time ever to be fully immersed in uh, other Asian cultures. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I didn't so so when I went to Singapore. I flew through uh, South Korea and then to, to Singapore. And something that really sticks with me, I, I can. It's so vivid. I, I can see it now. I can. I can smell. It's just. I, I took Korean Air mm-hmm. uh, uh, to South Korea, and um, everyone spoke Korean to me. <laughs> like. Uh, 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 it was such a weird, I, I don't know, strange experience for mm. the first time. Yeah. Because everyone was treating me like one of them, mm. you know, and, and yet like inside, I, I don't feel like one of them. Right. Yeah. You know, uh, um, it, it really, I, I don't know. It was, it was such a strange feeling getting on, on that flight and, the the um the air studios the, the lady was speaking to me in Korean. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't speak <laughs> Korean. <laughs> right? Yeah, but it, it was um it was such a, a monumental experience for me at that mm. moment in time, and and then and then I went to Singapore, and um I, I know the, the 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 population there is more more Chinese, and um but but still surrounded by Asians. Uh, 100% right so it was such a 
such an interesting feeling and i was like wow this this feels comfortable mm. you know uh, uh, yet yet like culturally i'm not a part uh, in some way right? right so so i think that's probably what really triggered me and then and then building further upon that was when i went back when i flew when i flew through to korea and, and then spent um uh like three weeks there for business oh wow uh, um, yeah, yeah. And, uh, that was when it really just pushed me off the cliff. Um, so, so getting to see the working styles, everyone there, um, at the plant, um, getting to go out and uh, learning customs and, uh, uh, uh etiquette, uh, business etiquette and, and the, the drinking culture, right, yeah. all, all these types of little uh, uh, mannerisms and minutia uh, uh, within Korea uh, definitely re- yeah, was really set, set it afire, I guess, right? Just, mm. just really, and that's when I, when I came back in, in, in 2016, and that, that's when I really started picking up and, and, and uh, wanted to learn more. Yeah, and just just my thirst for more and more. So so. Yeah, and Atlanta is actually not a bad city to like, I, I, yeah. do that in, right? Because there's a exactly. lot of great Korean food. We have like so many H marts and Ashis. Like, if you wanted to, yep. you could go. Like, I mean, my parents they still mm-hmm. barely speak English, but mm-hmm. they can fully function here because, I mean, they don't really need to speak the language. They can. No. Yeah. The, the community is is so uh, so sprawling here in Atlanta yeah. and, and um, so immersive. Mm. Honestly, uh, uh, when when you when I, my first experience going through Duluth, I, I remember I was like, wow, this this is. Uh, I, feel, I feel like I haven't left South Korea. Mm. You know, when I came back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so, but so, um, let me ask you then. Um, yeah. Yeah. One thing, and this I know is a silly question. Um, one thing that I'm no, always okay. curious about is, so I'm sure when you went to Korea for the first time, you had to experience, you know, like taking your shoes off, like especially at like private residences, mm. you take your shoes off before you enter, right? Mm. But for like, for Americans, um, for, at least from what I see and like what I've experienced, you know, in the living room, you just leave your shoes on, right? So Correct. like, where is the, the line of, demarcation like where do you actually take your shoes off because i'm sure you don't wear your shoes like into bed and things no. like that right <laughs> <laughs> no i i i think for american culture it's um uh, yeah so, so you do walk in the house with your shoes but um I, I guess for me is when you probably sit down or or get comfortable or or you just take the shoes off right there in front of the sofa or, 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 or you, like for me, like, I guess just run up to the room and, and also too, it depends on if they're clean or clean or not. Right. right, right. I see. <laughs> so, uh, uh, um, then you would, but, uh, if they were like muddy or had anything, you would leave them at the door, but, um, but, but, but I'm fully on board with the aging custom to, to take the shoes off at the front of the door. That's, I definitely see it now. Like it, it's, it was, that was a revelation for me, you know? Uh, I was yeah. like, wow, that's definitely, it's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> Cause my mom is a, 
hyper she's super clean um mm-hmm. like borderline ocd level OCD. clean <laughs> um and whenever we had like repairmen or people like american people come to our house to do stuff mm-hmm. like she, she had the hardest time like letting them like come in with their shoes on <laughs> I, can, I can i can imagine because you know like and so understandably there are people who feel uncomfortable taking their shoes off as well you know mm-hmm. so like she she actually devised a plan where um whenever they came she would either lay out like newspaper like give them like a trail to like oh wow to go to or like she would have like plastic bags ready for them to like cover it up and you know uh, every single one of them are like super like gracious about it so they always like obliged Mm -hmm. right but uh, i always thought it was um it was funny because that is one of the things like we had to like struggle with in in terms of um reconciling the two cultures yeah so i was just curious to take your to hear your take on how like how that came to a head for you um because you, yeah. you grew up with the shoes on but then like yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no i i've definitely uh, um embraced that and uh i've been doing it ever since i guess 2016 oh really <laughs> so, wow yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i yeah I, I i'm trying to remember though but i i, I guess it was at the plant because at the plant you, you you do have to change shoes as well oh uh, interesting yeah yeah so so when you walk in to the plant you, they have like these um places to put your shoes and then you switch to like these little slippers to, mm. to walk through and everything so uh, um i was like i thought about it for i remember thinking i was like oh this is interesting mm. and i was like oh but it but it makes sense it yeah. makes sense right you're <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh but fully embraced it uh yeah I, it's uh, i definitely will, will carry it with me moving forward so wow wow so for sure for sure where but, would you say you are now in terms of um your comfortability uh with the korean culture like are you still in like discovery mode or do you feel comfortable with the balance you've struck or yeah mm, mm, I, I believe still still in discovery i think mm-hmm. that journey is it's 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 still and, and here's a let me come back to that in a minute yeah and uh, um we'll, we'll expand on it a bit more because i think it's helpful with an example mm-hmm. but uh, um so, so so when i did come back from korea and, and my first time in Korea, learning the culture and, and trying to sign up for language programs and YouTube and Google searches of, of Korean mannerisms and, and things like that. Um, um, there was a, a, that was when I found out about the um, Korean adoptee community. Mm. So, so by way of that, um, there was a there was a friend of mine and, and um, I don't know if she'll ever listen to this or not, but she, she was the one that really uh, uh, pushed me off the proverbial cliff here to to start the search for my birth family. So so I'll, I'll never forget it because she was very uh, um, uh, tactful and uh, um, I would what's the right word here, but. Um, re- really, really drove me to to send that email, that letter, um, to the adoption agency in Korea. Wow! Uh, um, because she was going through that process as well. 
Um, so, uh, because still at that time, I, I, I wasn't, I didn't have strong convictions to go search for my birth family. Mm. And, um, but it wasn't until I met her and then she was like, Jeff, you have to do it. Like, she was like shaking me, you know, mm. like, <laughs> you know, this is, this is something that, uh, uh, uh you know, you need to do. Right. Mm. So, and, um, and so I did. I, I, I really, I, I remember it. I, I sent the email to the option agency in October of 2016. And um, I heard something back literally like a month later, uh, back wow. in November. So 2016. And um, so, so they, they sent me all this information about me and, and more specifically a, a letter that my, um, that my sisters wrote me. And pictures and everything so wow. so 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 crazy enough uh, um uh, they were they've been they've been trying to search for me since 2011 wow so so here here i am five years later trying to search for them mm. but by by uh because of the korean government and um privacy laws i think mm. in korea they could not release to um, my my Korean sisters, any information about me. Mm. So, it, excuse me, it had all to be brokered by the um, the agency, right? Right. So, so when I contacted them, that's when they sent me the information. And uh, so, so, it, so, it has to be like a yeah. mutual. Um, they have yes. to want contact. You have to want contact, and only then will they connect you. Is that how exactly. that works? Exactly. Oh. That's what I think. So that's my understanding. Yep. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know about for every agency, mm -hmm. but uh, at least um, the one that the one that I was through did. So wow. Um, so that was that was like a a huge. Uh, it was it was a momentous moment and because then i realized i had i had i had three sisters uh um uh, and they're all much older than me they have uh, almost grown kids and um and then and then i would find out that i have a brother as well and a much older brother mm. uh, um and uh, that my mother and father at the time um uh, were alive right Wow. So, uh, and I'll come back to that in a minute, but, mm. um, so, so literally that following year in 2017, I, 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 I flew to Korea. It was a summertime because, because it was unbelievably hot. <laughs> it was unbelievably hot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll, I'll, ne I'll never forget it. Right. Uh, it was so hot. It was so hot, but, um, but yeah, spent about three weeks or three and a half weeks there in Korea and, and, and getting to meet my my uh my birth family wow first time so um yeah yeah it was yeah quite a moment quite a moment Wait, so, so kind of walk us through how yeah. you were feeling leading up to that um like you you made contact with your sisters and mm -hmm. you decide to go to korea to meet them like how are you feeling are you like anxious like or excited um yeah, I, 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 I both. I, I guess it was. I, I guess for me too, it wasn't such. Uh, how do I explain this? But um, at the time, so so when I did find out about them back in November, um, it, it was like, how do I process this? I have three sisters, and 
uh, a whole nother family over mm. there. And, and um, you know, what do I do? I, I, I guess my first step, well, I have to go meet them, right? Uh, yeah. and, and see. And um, but, but I think leading up to that, um, uh, in July, it was like, um, yeah, it was a bit anxious and, and, and excitement and, and um, maybe a little bit of like um, um, fear because I, I wasn't because sh- I've heard so many stories mm. and this is why I, I, I mentioned at the beginning, everyone has such a different experience yeah. or adoption journey. And so it, uh, I heard wonderful stories and I've heard terrible stories. Right. Mm. So, so I wasn't sure where, where would I fall on that spectrum, you know? So, right. so, uh, uh, I was, I was, I was super nervous about it. And, um, but, uh, no, no, I, I think when, when I first, when I first met them, it was, um, so, so I met my sisters at the airport and, uh, uh yeah, it was, it was just excitement. It was just excitement at the airport. Mm. So, uh, um, I know cause my, my parents weren't there um, at the airport because they're, they're they were fairly old. Mm. So, because um, uh, it's, it's I think my youngest sister is, if I remember correctly, is like fourteen years older than me. Oh wow! So, uh, uh, um, so so they're one of my sisters. Uh, her daughter. Uh, um, is 26 now mm-hmm. so she feels more like my sister than my sister feels like my sister so yeah. it's kind of it's it's, it's pretty funny <laughs> uh, uh, uh <laughs> because because uh my niece or, or, or her daughter speaks english oh wow uh, not, not, not not super super well but mm-hmm. but but definitely enough right uh and, and she was helpful with translating and everything so Wow. Uh, uh, yeah, she she spoke she spoke pretty good English, and so uh, but but it was so funny because we would talk about that like like uh, you feel like my brother, and I, I was like, yeah, you feel like my <laughs> sister, <laughs> you know. So yeah, it was pretty wow. funny. It was pretty funny. So. so when when you saw them at the airport, did you immediately feel some sort of kinship, or was it just oh like these strangers? Not not, not immediately. If I'm mm. being honest. Mm. Uh, um, I, I do now because like, over over time um, because I wasn't really sure what all this meant for me and 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 then also too in the back of my mind was was my mom and my, my, my American parents right right uh, uh, so because right. now now I'm bridging these two families right mm-hmm. and uh, um, anyways but 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 yet yet, I, now that I've I've met my Korean family, it's like I, I guess the needle's moving towards them because I want I want to learn more and understand more and because because here I am I, I have like this this thirty year gap where uh, um, I, I missed out on I guess right in a yeah. way and, and um, so so trying to spend as much time with them as possible and so um, so so anyways so so in July and um, I met my sisters and, and, and the family and so many people. That's so I met so many people during that, that three and a half. It was just overwhelming, overwhelming. Mm. And 
creating families, uh, lots of complexities there I learned as well. And, yeah. uh, 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 you know, but I was embracing it all. I, I didn't understand it at all. And, um, all the interrelationships and, and just how things have, have progressed when, when throughout their life. Right. Mm-hmm. It, it, I, I, I think every family has challenges, regardless if it's Korean or American or, 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 or anything like that. Right. So, yeah. Um, but, um, what's I going to say? Yeah. So, so, so I think the second week of the trip, um, we went to, um, uh, Busan. Mm. We went to Busan. So, so originally I was born in Busan. Oh, okay. So they, my sisters wanted to show me like the house that they grew up in and, Aww. and everything. So, so yeah, yeah. Just to, to just to do that. And, uh, it was a very, very touching moment, but, yeah. um, especially for them too, because the whole story is that the family was, was very poor, hmm. very, very, very poor. So, um, and that was one of the reasons I, I, I guess for me, I was probably unexpected <laughs> And so um, my mom, a Korean mom and dad, put me in an orphanage mm. there uh, with the full expectation that they were going to get me back. But I think the way the, the model was set up in Korea at the time was in that the orphanage would then, um, I don't know if they would sell the babies or, or, or just send the babies to a, an adoption agency and then adopt them, those babies out to um American families. Oh, wow. So, yeah, yeah. So, so, so my understanding of their story, so, so there's two stories here, right? So, so you get the one from the American side is, uh, uh, here we are saving this impoverished child from uh, an unfortunate situation. But then you look at it from the Korean side, uh, it's, uh, we're, we're in a very financial hardship situation and we're going to send this child to an orphanage that can get proper nutrition vaccines or whatever it may be. And then with the full intention to look at the child back. Mm. So, so two different stories, two different (laughs) perspectives. And, uh, um, but, but anyways, here I am today. Right. But, Mm. um, so, so anyway, so, so we're in Busan visiting the house and, um, uh, I remember my sister came um, rushing in the door while I was sleeping, and like uh, she was like, "Pali, Pali, uh, like we gotta go, hurry!" You know, yeah, like yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I was like, well, "What's going on?" And I'm asking my niece, like, well, "What happened?" And um, so just to compound the, the 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 surrealness of this of the moment, my birth father passed away. Mm-hmm at that time Mm -hmm. yeah it was um yeah 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 so so i i I never really so i never got to meet him yeah so you can read into it all you want Uh, um you know I, i i my understanding is that he knew they found me and that i was coming and so uh, um, I, I don't know what that meant for him and uh, um, uh, but yeah that was the yeah 
Well, so you, your birth parents, they were in Busan? Is that right? Uh, they were in Seoul. Okay, I see. Uh, at, the, at the time. And uh, um, my sisters wanted me to, they, they, because they are, um, they, they weren't doing, um, they were like in a, a kind of like assisted living type mm-hmm. of thing in Korea. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, my sister said, we'll, we'll visit them the second week. Uh, I, I think something with my mother had to go do some checkups or something. And mm-hmm. it just wasn't a great time to go visit her. Yeah. So, so, so when, when we came back from Busan, they said, okay, well, then, we'll, then we'll meet uh, 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 mom and dad, right? Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, that's, that's fine, right? I, 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 wasn't, I didn't really fully understand the whole situation like why we didn't go immediately to meet them. But uh, anyways, it's, it's, it's over, but, but yeah. So, um, so yeah, so we we had to fly back to, to, to Seoul immediately and, um, and start, you know, going through the the funeral process. So, so, so I I got to experience a full spectrum of Korean culture. Uh, um, and that was an interesting experience too, the, the whole funeral procession yeah. uh, uh, in Korea. Um, mm. But, uh, but yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I never did get to meet him. So huh. never did. So then how was it like meeting your biological mother though? Cause you got to, I'm assuming you got to meet her though, right? I did. I did. Um, um, it's, it's uh, um, at, at the time I wasn't sure how to re- process. I, my, my first thought was um, she felt like um, like my grandmother mm. more than my mother because my my frame of reference is my American mom, right? Who is much younger. Yeah. Than 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 my my birth mom, so so because my birth mom I think is eighty something, so. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Mm. So so it feels like a a, a, a grandmother to me, mm. uh, 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 um, even though I know she's my mom. So, uh, um, and, you know, she 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 cried a lot that day. <sighs> oh, no, you had me coupled with the loss of her husband and yeah. it was a tough week it was a tough week uh, um but uh, but anyways that that's um met met the family for the first time and, and, and then i really met everybody because then everyone all the extended family came for the funeral and everything right. so it was just a, a, a an overwash of, of meeting people and emotions and and then also too, I think um, I think Korean culture um, they they tend to keep secrets a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think for a lot of the family, it was who is this guy? Oh, they had <laughs> right. no idea. They had no idea. Right? Wow. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that was kind of awkward and I, I i don't know i i couldn't really get a feel i, I could read body language mm. but uh definitely some interesting interactions there 
Hmm. between my sisters and extended family and my mom and uh yeah yeah so yeah yeah but but, but, yeah go ahead no i was gonna say um i think that's pretty common in korean families and i this is my theory i don't know for a fact but my theory is like you know korean culture is a heavily like shame there's like a lot of like shame-based in the like mm-hmm. woven into the culture right so mm. um, i'm sure some of it had to do with trying to avert the shame of you know having adopted their child or something but also i think you know with the korean war and everything there's this culture of suppressing pain like let's not mm. think about it let's suppress it so that you know we can get over it and move forward um and that's kind of the sense i get from my own family like my relatives in korea and things like that so i wonder if those are kind of the components that um yeah resulted in your family not really sharing the fact that they they, they had lost you it, 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 yeah definitely I, I, i'm sure it played a role mm-hmm. um in that uh, uh, but, but but again you know it, when i've talked to other korean adoptees uh, um it, it's it's a spectrum mm-hmm. it's a wide spectrum uh, especially when they try and reunite with their korean families Sometimes, uh, in most in most situations, uh, um, some of the siblings are, are willing to meet uh, with the adoptee, or or the mom is not willing to, or the father is. But the, it, it's mm. just so many different um, situations in, in, in that. So, uh, but 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 anyways, but yeah, it, I'm just not sure because because one of the other things as well is like with especially with my older brother there's there's something there i i don't fully understand hmm. um and uh my my, my niece uh, who speaks english right and mm-hmm. uh, uh who i feel like is my sister yeah <laughs> she 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 has tried to ask the questions but the family won't give it to her to, mm. to, to tell me right so um interesting yeah 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 so but yeah that was like three and a half weeks of of just uh uh, a roller coaster of emotions so so do you still keep in contact with them a hundred percent oh wow that's awesome yeah 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 so so yeah so so after that time um 2017 every every year it, of course, except for last year and, and, and probably this year because of my, my school. But mm-hmm. uh, um, yeah, I've been to Korea ever, ever since. Wow. And, and, and I think 2018 or 20, I can't remember. Uh, I went twice. So mm-hmm. so I, I try to go back as at least at least once a year and mm-hmm. uh, um, just to try and um, just be present. Yeah. I think that's the the thing that I want to do because I don't want them to feel pressured that they should do something with me mm. or, or whatever. But um, it's that, Hey, I'm here. And if you want to spend time with me or, or, you know, if you want to go do something or if you just want to have coffee, that's, that's fine. You know, like mm. I don't want them to feel, pre- but I definitely want to be present and open and uh, inviting and welcoming that, Hey, I'm, I'm here. And, and want to be a part of this somehow, wow. you know. So, and, and, and I think really my my middle sister, with with, uh, with the daughter, definitely the closest for mm. sure. And, and uh, uh, um, 
because we uh, 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 my my niece and, and we we talk all the time, mm. but through Instagram we we zoom each other and because she's studying to be yeah. a nurse, and so we're going through the same I guess uh, 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 hardships of studying and so, so <laughs> being a student and all that <laughs> yeah, yeah. being a student yeah yeah so it's um, pretty funny so. Yeah. And because uh, she'll be up at like three or four a.m. and uh, you know it's the afternoon here, and she's like, "Oh my god, I have so much to do." <laughs> <laughs> like, so it's uh, pretty fun. That's great. You know, um, yeah. So I must. So it sounds like this is kind of the uh, situations where the reunion process was like on the wonderful side of the spectrum, right? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. you know, like when I hear about um, your father passing, like, I, I think mm -hmm. one way to think about it is, man, that's like terrible timing. Like he, if he held on a little bit longer, he could have met you. But I think the other flip side of it is, I'm sure there are people who have lost their children and searched mm -hmm. their entire lives and never even knew like where they ended up, you know? So uh, I'm sure there was some like comfort um, in knowing that, oh man, like, my son is with my daughters right now um yeah so, yeah, yeah that's in, in a sense i think that's really kind of beautiful um like you can look at it as uh it's it's really to use a korean term like akawa like oh, oh. man it's like missed opportunity kind of okay. feeling but yeah i'm sure he he felt comfort in knowing that like you were back in korea like, interacting with with your sisters yeah yeah definitely i i, I would agree with that sentiment as well mm -hmm. um it, it, it like like I said, you, you could read into it all you want. It, it was just uh, very um, precarious timing, mm. yeah. <laughs> you know. So um, because leading up that time, uh, um, you know, my sisters told told the whole family or told my mom and dad that hey, we we found them, and you know, we, we were sending um, mails back and forth or email back and forth. Mm. Uh, leading up to it so sharing pictures and all these things too and, and it, I even put together because one of a, another uh, Korean adoptee of mine she recommended it to me uh, which I thought was a wonderful idea uh, um, but but I put I put together like a scrapbook of um, photos yeah to, to show my timeline mm. of, of how I grew up and the things things I did you know so from when I was a, a playing little league baseball uh, uh, to, uh, I don't know, things I painted in art class or uh, uh, going to prom in high school or, or, or you know, because uh, one of the other things too, I, I, I was a musician, so I played drums. Mm -hmm. So I was in the band, so pictures of me in the band and things in university and then me traveling the world for Coke and so just to see that progression in mm. photos, you know, and so it wasn't such a, uh, I think that, that uh, invokes more than, than just words. Right. Mm. So, wow. So yeah, uh, yeah. let me ask you a question and this might mm -hmm. be a little personal, so feel free to sure. say you don't want to answer if you don't want to answer, but yeah. um, did you ever get to a point of like asking yourself, or maybe even thinking to yourself, man, I wish I was never adopted. Like, I wish I stayed with this family forever. Or um, do you, like looking back on your life, do you have a sense of, well, you know, it worked out great. Um, you know, like, where do you kind of land, land on that spectrum there? 
Yeah, I, I think um, at least for me in my situation, uh, um, I, I don't put blame on them or anything or, or uh, you, you know, I think that was the circumstance that they were in and, and that, that I can't imagine that decision. Mm. I, I can't imagine, you know, so, so uh, they, they, I don't think they should have any guilt or, or shame or anything like that. It, it, it's, it's just the nature of the circumstance that they were in. Right. Wow. So, um, and, and, and as for me, um, what, 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 we could play what ifs all day. Yeah. Uh, um, but, but, you know, here, this is, this is the life I'm in now. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to make the best of it moving forward. Right. So, uh, um, you know, visiting them all the time, yeah. uh, talking to my niece all the time and, and speaking broken Korean with my sisters, you know, so, yeah. uh, which they love. Right. So, yeah. uh, 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 um, but, uh, um, yeah, yeah, I, this, this, it's, uh, it's not, it's not, I don't think of it as regret or, you know, wish they wouldn't have done that or definitely, other adoptees may have those kinds of questions and thoughts and, and, and kind of, I guess, resentment or anger, but it, at least for me, you know, it's, 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 I don't qualify it that way. I, I think of it like, okay, well, here I am. I, I, I gotta, I gotta bridge these two uh, paradigms and, and make the best of it. Right. Wow. So, wow. And, and, and really try and uh, um, uh, feel like I'm a part of their lives. Yeah. Right. So, um, with, with either through communication, um, or, or traveling there every year. So, you know, granted I'm in a position where I don't, I don't have a family or, or anything like that at the moment. So, so I can definitely afford that and, um, make those, uh, make those commitments to them. And, and cause, cause definitely the, I want to feel as much as part of their lives as, um, as as I as I do with my my parents here, right in America, yeah. or our friends or whatever, right? So, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's that's how I would. Man, that that perspective and and your kind of mentality toward that, your attitude toward that, I think is really inspiring because you're 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 not interested <laughs> in like looking back. You're more interested in no, okay, no. given the situation, how can we move forward? It's so awesome. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because yeah. it, 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 it's. Uh, you could get really bogged down in that mm. and, and lots of negative thoughts come to your mind. And if, if you think that way, so it's, let's, let's make the best of it. Yeah. And here's a, here's a great example, right? I, I tried, and this was, this was the second time I went or third time, second or third time. I can't remember back to Korea, but, uh, um, so, so my, my birth mom or my Korean mom, she, she moved into a, a, an apartment by herself mm-hmm. And, um, but she had space for, for another, uh, another person. And so, so I tried to stay with her mm. for a couple of <laughs> so, uh-huh. so I, I, I say I tried, <laughs> uh, uh, it was, uh, it was difficult for me. I, I still didn't know a whole lot of Korean. And, and of course she knows zero English. Yeah. And, uh, uh that, that was the, that was the most difficult experience for me ever. And, uh, but it was a great learning experience yeah. for me. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, but uh, um, because I, I I know the uh, the expression or or when other Korean Americans bring up you know they uh, Korean mothers always 
feed the son and get food all the time. So like, uh, man, my, my Korean mom, it, I would come home from dinner one night. It'd be like nine or 10 o'clock. She, she would wake up and make food for me. Like, I, 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 I can't, I can't eat anymore. Yeah. Right? Like, I can't. Um, and I'm like, okay, let me eat. Right. I don't yeah. want <laughs> right? uh, It's like 11 o'clock at night. I'm like exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, um, that was a, that was a, a fun experience. Yeah, fun no, experience. I, but so. I, there's so many things working against you, right? There's language barrier, cultural barrier, and yep. like generational barrier. Cause like, yes, yeah. wow. <laughs> but that's, how awesome that is was, it though, that she can say, man, I was able to prepare like a warm meal for my son, yeah. right? you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. gosh, that's, I'm like, I'm like yeah, getting yeah, goosebumps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I can imagine, and even even to this day, I I still uh, um, I still don't fully understand a lot of what she says. Uh, my my niece tries to translate, but because my my niece always says it's it's just old people talk. Yeah. <laughs> That's what she always says, right? But I'm like, well, yeah. what did she say? Yeah. <laughs> my niece is like, don't worry, old people talk. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> no i bet you it's a lot of um like well when are you gonna get married like when are you gonna yeah, have kids? Exactly. <laughs> you know those exactly kind of exactly right right so I, i've definitely heard that before so yeah yeah so. Oh, that's that's awesome um and kind of i, I wanted to add, make sure i add to this question because yeah uh, hearing your story it's, it's amazing and the fact that you're trying to embrace the korean culture is also awe-inspiring um but mm -hmm. as a member of the korean american community here in atlanta mm -hmm. um like how can we help you kind of discover your culture more or like um like are, are there things that we do to you that like make you feel uncomfortable or anything like that um it's a good question hmm. Because I, I know you I, you are part of a KAC, right? And you know you're yes. surrounded by Korean Americans. There, it, I mean, it stands for Korean American Coalition. Correct, um, but I, I'm correct. just thinking, um, kind of in general, like you know, because people do things that like we maybe we assume you're Asian American, so we start talking to you in Korean or, or things like that that might like irk you a little bit. Um, it doesn't irk me. Um. I, I think the, from my perspective, I'm more nervous about meeting Korean Americans than mm. I guess maybe you are about meeting me because, because I, I now understand the context and some of the mannerisms and things like that. So it makes me super nervous to meet other Korean Americans. Mm. I, I want to meet more. I would love to, uh, um, but definitely there is this uh, anxiety, I guess, with me and, and it's maybe my own, uh, uh, personality and and character, but uh, uh, it it does make me. I, I tend more lean more towards the I guess the shy and and reserved when I'm around other Koreans because uh, um, but because of those um, kind of general assumptions about Korean Americans and things like that. Uh, you know, speaking Korean, the mannerisms, things like that. Uh, yeah. I, but yeah, yeah, it, it it does. It's not second nature to me yet you know right uh, yeah uh, uh, um so but 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 i but i'm but i'm trying and, and want to be a part of it and, and uh, uh 
Um, but, but I don't think there's any one thing if I could, if I could boil it down to that. Mm. Um, you know, I, I think maybe hopefully this is something where it'll, um, give a different perspective on, uh, meeting others. Yeah. Right. So, uh, um, it's, it's not so much a, uh, uh, an assumption of, oh, he's, he's, he's Asian American. So he, he, he had the same exact experience as me. Right. So let me, right. you know, it was, uh, maybe that's all, but, 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 but that's in the similar vein or perspective of another American, you know, uh, meeting me. Mm. Right? Uh, uh, um, so it's like this gray area, if you will, uh, uh, of uh, about me like uh, but because yeah, um, when a korean american meets you they assume oh we have similar backgrounds so i'm gonna yeah. assume things from you expect things yeah. from you that you have no idea about but on the exactly. flip side like when an american meets you they're probably thinking well we're not from the same culture so culture yeah <laughs> but you it's, are right? exactly exactly yeah. internally right mm. uh it, it, it's like it's this whole, th especially when, so, so I'm not part of, I haven't been in a, in a while, but uh, because of school, but uh, there is this Korean um, soccer league. So I play, mm -hmm. I play a lot of soccer. Mm -hmm. And uh, um, one, one of the guys there, uh, we met and he invited me to it. And, uh, and, and everyone is um, very Korean. He, he, so, so some of the older men, Ajishi is there very Korean. And so I, I get kind of nervous around them because I, I, I oh man, like, did, did, I, did I disrespect him in that? Or did I, you know, like, yeah, uh, it makes me nervous. Right. <laughs> uh, 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 so, so, so sometimes I, uh, I intentionally show up kind of late because there, there's this kind of, uh, uh, so, so that way I, um, uh, I don't, um, offend anyone in any mm -hmm. way. Right. So, uh, you're trying like, to uh, limit the interactions off the field. Field, exactly, <laughs> exactly, <see>. right? <laughs> because it makes me nervous, right? Mm. Uh, um, internally, because, uh, I, but I think now they 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 they, they know, uh, um, but um, uh, but but definitely early on, I was like super nervous, and I would show up late, <laughs> like uh, when when I, when I would go there. Um, mm. just to, just to avoid those situations because i i really honestly would feel bad like man i, I hope i didn't just offend him in any way like yeah uh, uh, so <laughs> uh well be nervous, but then i, I want to say this this to the uh korean american listeners out there um I, I think that's something that we can be better at um for people who didn't grow up in the korean culture um mm. I, I think sometimes we expect things out of them um, just based on the way that we grew up. Um, but, you know, we don't, we don't all have the same background like that. Um, Jeffrey, especially um, as an adoptee, he doesn't, he didn't grow up with Korean American or Korean parents. So a lot of the things that were drilled into us and is now second nature to us is completely right. foreign to you, right? Like it's, yeah. it's things that you're just now learning about. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think we can do a, we can definitely do a better job of welcoming in people uh, like you who are interested in the Korean culture um, so that you don't have to feel like this, like anxiety and, and nervousness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there, there's like a, 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 a tornado of emotions on the inside, but mm -hmm. maybe on the outside, I look like, <laughs> I look okay, but it's just like, oh man, 
Yeah. I have, a, I have all these questions running through my mind and like, did it, oh, did I, did I do this wrong or is mm. this right? Or so, <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So. Well, thank you so much for uh, sharing your story with us, Jeffrey. Um, we're just at the hour mark. Um, oh, okay. But okay. I, I wanted to ask you though before, um, was there any part of your story that you kind of wanted to expand on or talk about that we, we didn't get to today? Um, yeah, I mean, I, mean, I, I, I could have kept going um, with just the, the, the latter years of, of especially when meeting with my, my sisters and mm. um, my Korean family. And, and, and then also to um, my, my American parents. Um, mm. you know, my, my mom's been super receptive to it. And, and you know, she, oh, she, yeah. she, wants to, she wants to, she would love to go to Korea uh, uh-huh. one day, right? So, um, uh, but, but, but yeah, there, there's a lot there to unpack, I guess, uh, um, if, if, oh. he, if, if he wanted to. Let me ask you one one last question, sure. then, because um, okay. I think I kind of know the answer based on what you say about your your American mom. But um, did you have any sort of like nervousness uh, about approaching, like letting your your parents know that hey, I met, I got connected with my birth family. I'm gonna go meet them. Like, did you feel bad or like any, any sort of way about um, like? letting them know that you're gonna go meet your your birth family mm-hmm. no, no honestly i i really didn't mm-hmm. um i think my, my relationship with my parents was was uh was so good that that, that i wasn't afraid to to approach it or anything it, it, especially too when, when i reflected back on those moments in high school when my mom would ask me if, if i wanted to go back to korea and uh, um you know shame on me for not taking the opportunity <laughs> but uh, uh um uh, so I knew she was already receptive and, and, and warming to the to the news, right? So, wow. uh, uh, and, and she tries to, whenever I do go, she she sends like a little uh, present to them, and uh, uh, so I so I take to them. So, uh, um, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> wow. I, I, I it, it's it's been it's been uh it's been a journey. Mm. Uh, I I I. I and excited about where it's going and learning and um you know one of the things i I ultimately would love to do is to spend you know like a year in korea um with them and um i think that would be such an incredible opportunity uh especially to when i think about it now that that my my korean mom is, is she's she's getting older and um, you know, I don't, don't expect her to be around a whole lot longer, right? So, so mm. I want to try and still tr- try and feel like uh, uh, she's around me and I'm around her, and you know, you know, try and uh, um, uh, I guess kind of make up for lost time, I guess in a way, right? Yeah. So, uh, um, but but then also to spread that time across my my siblings and, right. and, and, and their kids, right? So. Mm. Uh, um, because it's just like this last time I went, um, my, my youngest sister, uh, I, I, I really start to feel like, um, we're getting closer. Mm-hmm. So, so, so we didn't really talk much for the first like three years or so, mm-hmm. but it wasn't until last year. She, she really wanted to spend time with me. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, and, and now she talks to me like every, almost every week, like, 
in Korean, right? So, uh-huh. so I'm, I'm having to translate some words, but yeah, <laughs> it, 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 she, she, she sends me these, these, these messages all the time. And uh, so, so I can definitely feel like we, we've, we've crossed a, a, an inflection point here right? mm. from a relationship perspective. So, um, uh-huh. but, but yeah, e- even so, like um, with my middle sister, who I'm mostly close with, uh, um, her husband is super warming and, and we, we, we even, so this last time it was so funny. Uh, um, and I, I don't know, like with, especially me being adopted, but like uh, uh, Korean marriages and uh, the husband, I don't know like why, like the first three years, we never really talked, but now mm. it's like uh, maybe something similar with, with my younger sister, but uh, um like we we bonded over uh table tennis oh <laughs> uh, yeah yeah so so i i don't know how i don't remember how the conversation went but he he found out that uh i could play table tennis and so that was it the <laughs> whole week we played table tennis together Aww. after work yeah 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 so <laughs> Oh, it was pretty fun it was pretty fun so mm. you got to meet his whole uh group there and and uh, uh of table tennis players and got to play with them as well and so it was it was fun it was fun so <laughs> uh, well, yeah, well jeffrey yeah. uh, my man thank you so much for sharing this really heartwarming story with us um mm. I, I know a lot of it was personal so I, i'm really grateful that you felt like you could share it with us because i i learned a lot um, I, I'm really inspired by, you know, just like your attitude, um, your, your take on the whole situation. Um, so yeah, guys, for, for those of you guys listening, um, if you have any feedback or if you want to reach out to us, uh, feel free to email us at ihthtpodcast at gmail.com. That's I hope they hear this abbreviated podcast at gmail.com or on Instagram at I hope they hear this or uh, catch the video on YouTube. Um, and you can, you can see Jeffrey's wonderful hair. Um, I know I, we, I know um, during the KEC networking night, I, uh, um, we were always talking about that. Um, it's a mess. I know. It's a mess. <laughs> I, know. I actually think it looks really good. I, I was being genuine. <laughs> um, I need so. to. Yeah. It's part of the, part of the, uh, the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So, but I had a, had a really wonderful conversation, David. I thought it was great. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, hopefully... Maybe if, if we wanted to, we could we could continue this sometime in the future. Yes. So the door is wide open for you, Jeffrey. Um, anytime yeah, yeah. you want to do a follow-on episode, I'm sure I, I would love that, and I'm sure the listeners will love it as well. <laughs> yeah, definitely. No, thank you so much. Have yeah. a wonderful day. Thank you, Jeffrey. All right.